0: Welcome, everybody, to yet another episode of the Wrestling Versus the World podcast. Hopefully y'all are enjoying your day, and if not, let's see if this subject turns it around for you, because while other people are looking down, we might as well remember somebody else who had a down year. Speaking of that, we've all had your years, where you look back in your life, and there's a terrible year where things were just iffy for you. Most people, it was 2020, for me, it was probably the year I was born, because, hey, yeah, I survived it. <laughs> anyway one year that John Cena the flag bearer of the WWE will never forget is his run in 2012 where things really took a turn for him for more reasons than one so today's episode we're gonna cover John Cena's entire run of 2012 and why it was so iffy and I won't bring up what happened in 2013 that was trailed off from what happened in 2012 so don't worry we're not gonna get into twice in a lifetime So right at the start of the year, John Cena was going with this feud for Embrace the Hate with Kane. Because Kane returned around the end of 2011, new mask, new attire, saying he wanted John to embrace the hate, stop rising above hate and ignoring the haters, he's gotta give in to the hate. During this whole thing, Kane was attacking Zack Ryder to the point where Zack Ryder and John Cena's friendship was over. There was a whole thing with Eve turning heel and admitting that she used Zack Ryder. Kissed John Cena after getting rescued out of the back of an ambulance and said she was going to use Cena too. So there was a lot of friction added in there. And Kane was just demolishing his one of his closest friends, Zack Ryder, on a constant basis. So this first led up to the match in Royal Rumble 2012. Ended in a double count out because they kept brawling. And afterwards, Kane got his hands on Zack Ryder, who was at this point confined to a wheelchair. and with a back brace and got Tombstone in the middle of the ring. Not fun there. This wouldn't end, though, because it would last one more pay-per-view, as at Elimination Chamber the following month, John Cena would win an ambulance match against Kane after an AA off the top of the ambulance to a padded area right next to it and then throw him into the ambulance for the victory, thus ending the feud. Now, there was teases that John Cena was going to give him because we've seen the image of him just getting all pissed off, like, her, her. either that or he's constipated as hell, but he did not get into embracing the hate like Kane wanted then led to WrestleMania. This whole thing had been building for a year after, the night after WrestleMania 27 was announced that the main event of WrestleMania 28 would be John Cena versus The Rock in a quote-unquote once-in-a-lifetime match. Now, they there were some back and forth things throughout 2011 and a bit in 2012 as well to hype up the match, including a rap and rock concert. John Cena would bring back his Dr. Thugonomics gimmick, do a rap on The Rock. The Rock would fire back with a Rock concert. Kind of like what he did as Hollywood Rock in 2003. All in the lead to the big match. At the end, on the biggest stage of them all, John Cena would lose to The Rock. After trying to go for people's elbow to add insult to injury to The Rock. Gets caught in it after rebounding off the ropes twice. Rock bottom. Cena loses and sits there on the end of the rampway in defeat. Watching The Rock celebrate in front of his hometown. To close off WrestleMania. However, John Cena's troubles did not end there because it would continue as the next night on Raw, John Cena would come out on Raw, would con- try to congratulate The Rock, would try to have him come out to the ring, but instead, you had a beast calling as Brock Lesnar would make his return to the WWE for the first time in eight years. We had not seen this man since WrestleMania 20 when he lost to Goldberg. Monstrous pop, comes into the ring, seems like he's shaking hands with Cena, F5 instead and kicking the hat away, thus bringing the big match between Brock Lesnar and John Cena at Extreme Rules. It was announced that Johnny Ace was behind him trying to get signed. Big brawl ended up happening at the pay-per-view. Cena got busted open. They had the whole thing where the referee had to stop the match for a bit, seal up Cena's wound because he can't have blood. That's not PG. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, Cena would win the match after hitting, having his chain that he had wrapped around his fist to Brock Lesnar's head and then hit the AA onto the steel steps for the victory. Now, a lot of people have criticized this. There have been conflicting rumors on why this was done. Maybe it was done for Brock having to give back to the company because of the way he departed. But at least we can say, with the, at least with Brock, the only reason Cena won was because he had to use the steel steps for the win. Afterwards, Cena, who seemingly had one good arm, announced that he was going to take time away from the company. But that was a whole freaking lie, as the next night we saw him out on Raw, arm in a sling, and it was also announced that day in real life that Cena had filed for divorce from his wife. Which would also kind of tail into what happens the next year. So Cena is bragging about the fact that he beat The Rock and he's happy and everything, but then starts his next program, one that everybody remembers as being one of the worst main event pay-per-view main events ever. And that was against Mr. John Laurinaitis, the executive vice president of Town Relations and the general manager of both Raw and SmackDown. I got this raspy voice cause I bow down and deep throat Mr. McMahon. You know that guy. Just announcing that at Over The Limit, you're gonna have a match against me. Now, I believe the whole stipulation of memory were right was that if Johnny Ace lost this match, which Xena kept teasing with during the match itself, John Laurinaitis would lose his position of power for Raw and SmackDown. And also the stipulation was that any kind of signed wrestler that interfered in the match would be fired. Before this peer review, had, the Big Show was actually fired for mocking John Laurinaitis's voice and Johnny Ace did not accept his apology afterwards. So we got a notice qualification match between Cena and Laurinaitis. Cena just spent most of the time just fooling around, making Johnny Ace look like a fool, Mocking him on commentary, dumping trash on him, water all over him and everything. Then out came the Big Show. Getting ready for an AA on John Laurinaitis, thanks to the assistants. But then, knockout punch. Down goes Cena. Johnny Ace gets the win. And of course, they fucked this up, because the next night, John Laurinaitis said that he had signed Big Show to a contract before this to help him ensure that he was going to win, which completely contradicted the rules of the match. They had to cover up on commentary, saying that it was a verbal agreement first, then written contract after the match so yeah nice little cover up there so we had another bit of a brief revisiting of a cena big show feud we seen it back when cena was in the big card especially on his rise to the top leading to no way out in a steel cage match where if cena won then john Laurinaitis would be fired once and for all vince mcmahon was there ringside he was there on the raw before the peer getting everything hyped up at the end Cena would get the victory by escaping the cage or the top and then as Cena had John Laurinaitis on his shoulders ready for the AA you heard John Laurinaitis you're fired AA threw the table John Laurinaitis was finally out of a position of power on both Raw and Smackdown but this was not the end of Cena though because he would only have one more positive note for this year, and that was the following pay-per-view, and Money in the Bank, he would win the All-Stars Money in the Bank ladder match to become Mr. Money in the Bank, and he would also end up becoming the second man to announce his uh, intended cash-in, as the night after on Raw, after the main event, he announced to CM Punk, who was the WWE Champion at the time, that he would cash in the Money in the Bank contract the following week on the July 23rd, 2012 edition of Raw, which was Raw 1000. So we already had our main event set. However, Cena would fail to win the WWE Championship as Big Show's interference would cause Cena to win by disqualification, but that does not mean that he wins the championship. A lot of people keep saying that, oh, Cena was the first person to cash in and lose. Technically, no. He won the match by disqualification. The correct terminology would just be saying he unsuccessfully cashed in because he won the match by disqualification as mentioned. So Big Show interfered. CM Punk turned heel at the after the match after attacking The Rock ended up leading to a triple threat match at SummerSlam courtesy of the new Raw GM AJ Lee announced that triple threat at SummerSlam would be defending champion CM Punk versus John Cena and the Big Show at the end Cena would hit the AA to Big Show CM Punk would run in from behind, throw Cena out of the ring and get the pin on the Big Show to pick up the scraps and retain his championship so this would write off Big Show out of this program but the feud was not done with Cena and Punk just yet as the both men would square off again at Night of Champions, one of the more infamous moments would be the Raw before the pay-per-view, where he had Bret Hart in there. Both men having a back-and-forth verbal confrontation well, between Cena and Punk. Cena even just screaming at him and t- getting all pissed off about his attitude towards the fans and I mean, WWE Champion. Even saying a phrase in French saying, You, th- you say you're going to win Night of Champions, but I'm just going to kick your ass. So, both men finally had their match, United Champions, at the end it would end up in a double pinfall draw, as Cena would get a German suplex to CM Punk off the middle rope, both men's shoulders were counted down, match is a draw, and of course, by stipulation, the match that ends in a draw like that, the champion always retains. And of course, Cena would try to argue with it, saying, don't I get something? But would get laid out with the WWE Championship title shot to the face afterwards. And a bit of a nice note there in this match as well, CM Punk hit the rock bottom on John Cena i add insult to injury to remind him that was a move that took him out at WrestleMania 28. And also, the next night on Raw, I remember this very vividly, Paul Heyman came out with referees, showed a fan cam footage from a different angle about how the match ended showing Cena's shoulders were down, but of course, it made a reference saying that, ironically, the WWE, that footage would end up being taken down off YouTube, probably by John Cena, which of course got into my skin because that was around the time WWE was going on a mass copyright spree back in 2012. So we know it wasn't Cena; it was WWE. Anyway, so then afterwards, Punk is going into a feud for Hell in a Cell, and it's not known if he was going to face John Cena or Ryback. But of course, it couldn't be Cena just yet because he had surgery on one of his arms to get some bone chips out of his elbow, so he was temporarily sidelined, and Ryback ended up getting the title shot at Hell in a Cell instead. This would not sideline John Cena for that long as he would have no, his next peer per match in a triple threat at Survivor Series, defending champion CM Punk, himself as a challenger, as well as Ryback. At the end, Ryback would hit the shell shock at the conclusion of the match on Cena, Ryback would get taken out of the match and attacked by the debuting Shield, triple powerbomb through the announced table taking him out, and CM Punk would crawl over to get the pin on, on John Cena to retain the WWE Championship. After this... AJ Lee would end up having to, in storyline, step down from the new general manager position of Raw after it was announced that she was involved in a scandal, uh, an apparent affair with somebody within WWE, and it was claimed that it was actually John Cena, as Vicky Guerrero was conspiring to get her fired from her position, saying that she is unstable to be in the posi- in her position of power, even show cam- uh, security camera footage from inside the hotel, showing that AJ Lee went into the hotel room with John Cena to say that they're having an affair AJ stepped down, she got emotional, started to kind of get attached to John Cena leading into TLC. Then Vicky Guerrero, also for the pay-per-view, announced because after being pressured by Vince McMahon... ...that Cena would have a match against Dolph Ziggler at the pay-per-view in a ladder match for Dolph Ziggler's Money in the Bank contract. At the end, Cena seemed to have won the match. However, AJ jumped in the ring, tipped over the ladder with John Cena on it to throw him out of the ring... ...helping Dolph Ziggler climb the ladder and retain his contract... With AJ's motivation saying that she felt that John Cena did not re or kind of reciprocate her feelings, knowing that she was used this whole time and decided to align herself with Dolph Ziggler, and her uh crazy gimmick went a little bit further. So that you see right there, folks, that was a messy 2012 for John Cena. Embrace the hate, double count out match with J- at the Royal Rumble with Kane, won the ambulance match, lost to The Rock, needed steel steps in a chain to help beat Brock, lost to Johnny Ace. Got him fired, failed his money in the bank cash-in, and lost to SummerSlam, Night of Champions, Survivor Series, and TLC. 2013 would be a turnaround year, but 2012 really showed that it was a downfall booking for him, especially when he had multiple pay-per-views in a row where Cena was losing, and one of them, of course, being one of the worst main events in pay-per-view history. So anyway, folks, that is going to conclude it. Let me know what you guys thought in the comment section below about John Cena's run in 2012. I'm sure we can all agree it was crap. <laughs> that goes without saying. So, hopefully you all enjoyed today's episode. If you did, leave a like, comment what you thought, subscribe, the bell turned on, or whatever services you all are checking this out on, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Thanks for watching, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody.